Hello and welcome to another episode of Heat Check. On today's episode of my debate theme show here on the Gan the Fan podcast, I am having a special guest. You've heard him once before and rejoining the podcast today is uh, my good friend and brother-in-law, Zachary Goolsby. He is coming on and we have a fun episode planned for today so we recorded this episode while we were both um, on a family vacation actually uh, and, and so part of the theme behind this episode comes from that today we are going to be building the I mean you could call it perfect I I think I could call it perfect but the ultimate most weird combination vacation movie we are putting ourselves in the director chair so to speak and we are assembling a movie consisting of everything from the plot to the destination to the characters and cast involved in the movie to try to make our own version of a vacation movie. We are going to be doing it draft style, but instead of competing against each other, we're going to be helping each other out. And I'll explain later in the podcast how that's going to work. So we're working together to kind of draft the ultimate vacation movie. Uh, just an FYI before you jump into the episode, the the recording situation for this was a little different than I would normally have it set up. Uh, we were recording in one of the bedrooms of uh, the place we were staying on vacation. So around the 54 minute mark, you're going to notice Zachary's audio goes out and you're basically just hearing him uh, in an echo from my microphone, so just be sure to bump up your volume for that section. It's really from the 54-minute mark close to the end of the podcast where Zachary's audio is a little harder to hear. So just bump your audio or bump your volume up for that segment of the podcast. I'm very excited for you all to hear this very wacky, weird episode. So without further ado... Zach is going to join me on the podcast, and we're going to get this draft rolling. Okay, joining me now on the podcast, entering in the heat check room once again, making his triumphant return. It is Mr. Zachary Goolsby. Welcome, welcome to me. <laughs> I'm so glad to be here. This is our first take, and I am just very happy to be here. Full transparency, this is not our first take. We are we we forgot to press record on Zachary's mic the first time. It's fine. I get it. I guess I'm not the specialist guest. You're not. Honestly, no, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I've been a great episode. So today, Zach and I are embarking on a journey together, much like the topic of our episode which is about vacations. The two of us are on a vacation right now. You may hear some background noise. We are at the beach house just chilling, uh, just trying to bang out a pop. <laughs> bang, I'm sorry, what? Bang out a pop? We're trying to bang. Uh, th I thought this was a PG show, and then we're bringing out that. I don't want to bang anything. Thank you very much. So let's keep trying to, let's keep going, buddy. So we are... <laughs> doing great <laughs> so we're um we're on vacation as i was saying and you may hear some background noise because we're in the house other people are here as well but the the topic 
of our conversation today is vacation and primarily movies and TV shows where a vacation is involved. Um, and so we can't wait to get into our draft. It's going to be a little different this time. And I will guide you, the listener, through how this draft is going to go in just a moment. But first, as is tradition for the Heat Check podcast, it wouldn't be right if we started without giving a fresh hot take served up on a nice steaming platter. Uh, this is this is tradition for our Heat Check guests so far. Zach's been the only one. Yeah, <laughs> returning guests. I'll start with mine. As I was saying earlier on the first take, um, this is more of a mild range of a hot take. You know, if we were comparing hot Taco Bell hot sauces, you have mild, medium, and fire. I, I would label this in the medium range. Okay. And that is, this has been a busy week in the world of the NBA. Lots of free agent moves and acquisitions. I can't help would bring up my beloved Chicago Bulls as just absolutely dunking on the rest of the NBA this week. And the, it's it's just front office savviness. We go out there and we steal young Lonzo Ball, uh, who's just budding into becoming an all-star. We get him for basically nothing. Thomas yeah. Thomas Sadoransky and like some some change. Millions is nothing, I guess. I mean, I'm talking about the trade itself. You know, we did pay him a lot of money. We're not going to lie. Not going to lie. We go out there and we snag DeMar DeRozan when the Clippers and Lakers could have potentially signed him. And now we have a nice, nice squad, all led by Zach Levine, who's having a great time over in the Olympics right now. Great name. Great name. (laughs) You know, between his starting five looking like Lonzo Ball, Zach Levine, Patrick Williams, DeMar DeRozan, and Vucevic. Can't forget Vucevic. I predict that the Chicago Bulls will be five seed or higher in the Eastern Conference this season. They might even make a little run at the Eastern Conference Championship. I'm I'm just saying. Definitely not. Just <laughs> the Hawks did it this year, and we thought that was crazy. So I'm just floating it out there. Um, that's my hot take. I don't believe in this hot take. It's a lukewarm. At, it's like a microwave take. It's literally just preheat 20 seconds in the microwave and then ooh ooh it's hot and then you eat it and it's fine so you're saying it's probably gonna happen it's not a hot take because (laughs) the likely the likelihood of it happening is pretty high no it's not gonna happen here's why i first of all this show is supposed to be non-relevant to basketball a nice little switch but you cannot help yourself. You're like a little boy in a bowl candy shop. So, where's I mean, I respect the opinion. I respect. I definitely expect the wrong hot take, but it's. I like it. I do like it. Thanks for your respect. That's all I could really ask for. Of course. Uh, but Zachary, I am eager to hear what your hot take for today's episode is. Yes, I've been thinking about this for a very long time now. So we all know. Uh, we all know that at least a lot of people love chocolate, right? It's become this mainstream thing, right? I know. You don't know where I'm going with this. I'll explain. So, so and you know how everyone says vanilla's the basic, but isn't, hasn't chocolate become the basic, like the so basic you, thing? Let me explain oh why. Because 
it is so well renowned and so like everyone gets it is that it's like the basic option to get like it's like oh like getting chicken fingers at a restaurant is the basic thing to get if you don't know something you don't like i feel like chocolate is not unique anymore and that it's just the it's the vanilla it's become vanilla it's become vanilla of how great it is it's so great that's became vanilla wow that's interesting i I'm sorry, you're you're breaking my brain a little bit. Chocolate is vanilla. Just saying that feels yeah. kind of gross and wrong. My counter question to you mm-hmm. is what is vanilla now? Chocolate. Is chocolate? I feel You like think it's less. you think it's like the trendy hip thing to do would now be Oh, what's vanilla? vanilla? Yeah. I th- Well, here's the thing. It's like it's like have you recently seen someone besides your wife order and me like vanilla like it's usually not the people want to get they want to get something like exciting with all these like cool flavors but then like if you want to be like this like you know what it's gonna be weird like a weird choice but i'm gonna go vanilla like it's so bland (laughs) it's so like very average taste and just like a very good flavor but that's why it's it's i think they've switched I think vanilla is the chocolate. That is, honestly, Zach, this is extremely accurate. I I have to I have to give it to you. This is a this is a hot take with some real meat on the bone. Correct. I really feel this now. Like now, now I need to pay attention. Right. Who? What are people ordering when they get ice cream? Yes. Are they ordering chocolate? Or are they ordering vanilla? Like I almost like I've honestly seen more people order strawberry than vanilla. See, that's weird to me. That's. But that's but that what just that's that sweet point. point that like it's literally chocolate is the safe choice now. That's so weird. But you're so you're so on with this man, and like you know, it probably helps that we've got an ice cream like yes, every like day every on this vacation. <laughs> so I guess uh, I guess for that reason it helps. Yes. Wow. Okay. Let us know in the comments when this episode comes out. Is chocolate the new vanilla? I need to know. Now. <laughs> um, okay. So, I think now it's clearly time to get to the main event. Um, our, our goal today is to build a movie. Correct. The last time that we did an episode, we were drafting against each other stupid it was stupid the people voted wrong the people spoke and they said my team of villains was better than yours i literally had the the devourer of worlds in jaws like i don't understand but listen democracy at its finest chose and they didn't choose you (laughs) they chose wrong that's what happened so today we are, you know, it obviously got a little heated between us from the last draft that we did together. So today we're working together. I guess, yes. We, you can call us a super team. We're like LeBron and D-Wade back in our prime. And we are drafting together a movie. We are building a movie. All of the key core components of a movie. I'm talking the plot. Boom. Main characters. Boom. Side characters. Boom. Villains. Boom. <laughs> and what is our goal we want to make the ultimate vacation movie so we're building a movie together 
I am curious, Zach, what, in your opinion, makes a good vacation movie? You know, there's a lot out there. And when I was doing research for this draft, there's a lot more movies where a vacation happens. Not specifically is it always about the vacation, but there's a lot more movies where a vacation happens than I remembered. And so there's a lot of movies that came out. I was like, oh, dang, that was a good movie. So what, what, in your opinion, makes a vacation movie a good movie i think that what makes is the rocky road because there's at least three bumps in every movie like like a bad montage or like a just a, a someone dies or something like that but i think a good va- i'm a good vacation movie doesn't have to be like the bland old a family with a uh a, a mother father son daughter get in a car, do a road trip. That can be a movie and all, but also it's about like just like going somewhere and just having a good time and letting them be like bumps on the road. I mean, any movie can be a vacation movie if you really think about it. Avatar can, both avatars can be a movie. Like, oh, this guy wants to be uh, like walk again in a wheelchair. Uh-oh, there's just this blue guy that is willing him giving his body to science. So let's trade places. Uh, and I don't think that's what it was. They don't trade places. The, the blue guy doesn't become paralyzed. But anyway, I become this blue guy. And then now he's in this other world. And that's like this vacation-esque. Because I think any movie can be a vacation movie. It's about the emotional journey, right? Yes. Vacation, the yes. emotional vacation. Yes. Also, I can't wait to see your version of Avatar <laughs> become either. a movie. <laughs> it's literally Freaky Friday. That's yeah. what it is. <laughs> you just mixed up Freaky Friday with Avatar. Um, I would agree with you. I think that a vacation movie, while there is a physical destination to keep in mind, there's always a mental and emotional destination as well. It's all about character growth. And character arc, the things that we learn about ourselves on the physical journey. Gosh, this is like therapy. So today we're going on a we're going on an emotional journey of sorts by uh, by entering this draft. The way this draft is going to work, as I said before, we're we're building a movie together. We are each going to together vote on a destination that we want our characters to go to. Then we're each going to come up with a conflict that. Or, a, or really more so the plot of the movie that we want our characters to go on. And for all of these selections, we are not creating new destinations or new conflicts and plots. We are selecting the, the uh, vacation destination and the plot from existing movies, right? So, so we, could be, we could be picking National Lampoon's vacation plot and making that the plot that our characters will have to follow. Uh, that is a classic vacation is in the name um and then the same goes for our characters we will be picking characters from existing vacation movies and so the order that we're going to go in is we're going to pick our destination first and then we're going to pick our plot Mm -hmm. and we're going to use those as the kind of formative structure to to put our characters in this world uh we're we are each going to pick one main character. We're each going to pick one supporting character. And then Zachary is going to pick the... Um, actually, I'm sorry. I am going to pick the villain of the movie. And Zachary's going to pick the villain's henchman. Uh, everyone needs a good henchman, right? A good henchman. 
Um, and so we will uh, we will begin our draft today by picking a destination. Yeah. I have one in mind. As do I. Let me hear yours first. Okay. Picture this. You're sleeping in your room. <laughs> with, I'm already nervous. With your two brothers. And you see this shadow. It's moving, dancing. I think you see something at the window. Okay. Uh-oh, here comes Peter Pan. <laughs> I'm I'm saying we go to Neverland. Oh. Right? Here's okay, the thing. Okay. It's, you don't grow old. Um... <laughs> And it's just very magical. It's it's just a world that you need to fly to. And also, it's just anything can happen. I like this because, as we talked about, it's not always about yeah. the physical journey. It's not all about physical journey. It's about, it's about the personal journey that Correct. you go on. And as as we learned in Peter Pan, I, while it's good to, to be a child and to experience yes. childhood... You know, everyone does have to grow some. And so it would be really, really interesting to, to pick some characters to explore that. Um, I really like the Neverland pick a lot. I will throw mine out there. And right now, you've almost convinced me of, mm-hmm. of Neverland. I'm going to throw mine out there. And, you know, maybe maybe it just wows you to the point that you decide, screw it, we're doing this instead. But I, I feel strong about Neverland. Mm-hmm. My suggestion would be we're going to a theme park and not just any theme park like the mecca of all theme parks that has undergone a renovation recently after shutting down for several years um but now it's safer and now uh there's it's bigger and better than ever and that is jurassic world oh i i was thinking of something completely different what but- are you thinking I was, there was this, it was based on a real life uh, amusement park in New Jersey. Fun time, it was fun something that, any, just keep going, keep going. Okay, all right, all right. We're not going to explore that any further. But Jurassic World, to me, because anything can happen. Anything can happen. I feel like when you, when you put Jurassic World in your movie, you're going to fill the movie theater. You're going to put butts in seats. And people are going to want to watch this movie because it's just going to be so highly entertaining. Um, almost no matter what happens or who you pick to be in this movie, the destination is like so gripping and mesmerizing. So that's my pick. I'm curious. Do, do you like that more than Neverland? You can be honest. I'm going to be honest, no. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing. Okay, I, that's fair. That's fair. I think if we could combine them just by like throwing just like a dinosaur. Chris Pratt. We throw Chris Pratt. He is not part of our adventure, but he's just there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I like Neverland with Chris Pratt. <laughs> oh, my God. He can be Peter Pan like all grown up. Ooh. But he's he's not a part. He's maybe like an extra in our movie, but he's just there. Yeah, he's yeah. like a cameo. He's like an Easter egg. Easter egg. That's yeah, yeah. right. Grown up Peter Pan. All right. I I you already sold me on Neverland as soon as you said it. So we're um. It looks like the destination of our movie is Neverland. Where is Neverland? Uh, 
Uh, oh, and I oh 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 oh! I know, I know, I know. It's 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 between like the two. It's like it's between these two stars. I I know exactly. It's between these two stars. It's not the North Star. It's I can't think, but it's between two stars. And it, uh, I know it's between two stars. Okay, all right. Audience, go. Uh, please, someone, find out the location yes. of Neverland and let Zach know. <laughs> okay. So we have our destination. Correct. We are going to Neverland, and we need a plot. Um, I guess I guess I'll go first next. And I'm taking. Uh, again, we will do the same format as yeah. before. We'll we'll uh, we'll get to vote on which one we like better. Okay. But I'm taking like elements of a plot, not exactly the plot, because the plot from this movie hinges so much on the characters. Yeah. So, I the original plot of this movie deals specifically with sisters and their parents. Oh, I know exactly. <laughs> I know exactly what but you're doing. The, I I would like you to consider the premise of our movie be just two family members who were estranged at birth or early in childhood early enough in childhood that they don't remember the other family member they find out that they've been living with a family separated each of them with one parent and when we get to neverland this, they meet each other is this, the parent this is the parent trap <laughs> <laughs> and their mission is to reunite their family together what better family vacation movie than parent trap where the whole premise is to bring the family together um we don't have to pick sisters it could be brothers it could be a brother and a sister it could be cousins it could be uncle and nephew um actually that wouldn't make sense (laughs) (laughs) but a parent trap think about it (laughs) i'm thinking i like that in a way mine is kind of like that okay not really but (laughs) um so imagine this you recent not recently, but two years ago you got married to my lovely sister. Shout out to Haley. Hope, hope you're watching. You had a bachelor party, right? Yep. Yeah, I was there. I know. <laughs> um, but there? imagine. Uh oh. What happened to the groom? We wake up, and there's a tiger. There's we have a baby. There's a tattoo on my face. I'm talking about the hangover. What if our adventurers wake up in Neverland? They don't know how we got here. They don't know where everyone is. And we're looking for... Maybe we're, we're looking for Chris Pratt. We don't know <laughs> where Chris Pratt is. And we need him. We... But, uh-oh. I have a tattoo. I have a broken leg. I don't know. But just imagine of them trying to find their Chris Pratt through this jungle that is Neverland. Zach, you freaking did it again. You sold me really? on your vote way more than mine. Really? Because I think... All right, just knowing who my picks are yeah. of characters for the next round, yeah. I think this format probably lends itself better to the characters than than what I picked as the plot. I, I'm going to have an honest moment here. This is, is this a safe space? I'm looking for the wall. I'm just making sure Haley's gone. Uh, is, is a safe space. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for letting me enter your safe space now. I have never seen Hangover. Can I be? Can I also be honest? Yeah. 
I've only seen like the first 20 minutes. <laughs> Did I look up before this? Correct. Is that what you were watching in preparation? The first 20 minutes of Hangover? I wasn't watching. I was just looking at the plot. <laughs> but it was fun. I've seen clippets of it. I have. So, all right. Can we make a movie based off of the plot of a movie that neither of us have seen? I Wait, no. That's a lie. I've seen the beginning and the end. I've seen where the... Bachelor gets lost and when he's found. Okay, so you've seen two I've seen, thirds of the movie, probably. Correct, but I know there's more movies. There are more. I trust that you've seen enough of this movie yeah. to guide us down the waters of this hangover Neverland. Literally, the main plot is they're trying to figure out, like, where the, the groom-to-be is and, like, how they got all these certain things. Like, one yeah. guy's got some... Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. a classic hangover Yeah, story. classic hangover. Okay. You know, when you drink juice and, like, it's too far. I really do like the parent trap. I'd be completely honest. And we could somehow make that happen, too. Like, just have, like, I don't know. We're trying to find the... I don't know. Two of the the people that we choose to be in our hangover situation find out they're related. That's... That would be cool. Yeah, we can... I like that. It's like a soft parent trap. Yeah. They don't. They don't know if they're yeah. where they're. They're the the parent trap plot could almost be the sequel. That ooh, like the big reveal at the end of the movie is that two of our characters are related. Yes. And then the mission or the villains or like when the villains is related to the hero. Ooh. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, I think it's been decided that the hangover plot will be our plot, I think so. and that Neverland from Peter Pan will be our destination. I'm already the titles in my mind. Really? I they need they're not there yet, but I I can I can feel them starting to bake. It's kind of like when you put muffins in the oven and you slowly see the the batter rise to form the muffin. That's what's happening. If that's all you do in your spare time, I'm a little sad for you. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. So, I believe our next um, category was going to be main main characters. Correct. This is where this is who's at the front of all the posters. This is where a lot of the promotional mm-hmm. advertising is laid into the main characters. So we need to pick characters who are marketable, yeah. who are funny, yes. who we feel like can carry our movie. Correct. Zachary. Yes. I went first last, so it's now your turn to pick your first main character. Okay, so to specify, we are allowed to pick from TV shows, correct? Correct. Okay, well, this TV show is also a movie, and I'm just gonna... We kind of talked about the show in this last heat check that we did, and now there's 104 days of summer vacation, and school gets along just to end it. But the annual problem of our generation is find a good way to spend it. Like maybe. I'm not talking about Phineas and I'm not talking about Ferb. Okay. I'm talking about the underrated, anxiety-filled Candace. Oh my, Candace? She's not even a main character. That's why she's meant for a main character role because this is is why. And also, I felt bad for not picking a woman in the last one. I really did. But I honestly think she has main character potential. I was thinking about picking her for a side character. But I think she can handle a big screen because 
she is in it a lot, just as much as Phineas and Ferb, especially in the movie. In the movies, she has anxiety, as you can tell. And also, she has this spunk about her that she wants to, like, capture her brothers in the thing, right? Right. And this whole thing can about... She's trying to capture Chris Pratt after remembering, like, where is she is. So, and she's very loud. And we need a loud mouth. And also, we can also relate to her because we've been where, like, you always get in trouble for something that your siblings d- did, right? True. So, and really, in the case, Phineas and Ferb can be the villains from her side, if you really think about it. And I think she can be a good, a really good hero. I really am glad that you picked Candace. For you'll see later okay. why I'm glad you picked Candace. I, 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 yeah. But you know we'll we'll keep it there so I don't yeah. spoil anything. Um, I I really was thrown off by this pick at first, but you talked me into it because you put her into the plot of our movie. It's perfect. Mm-hmm. It's perfect. We need we need someone who is a little bit like. A little loud, a little like annoying to the audience yeah. in a hangover situation. It makes the hangover more believable. Yes. Candace is a good pick, and we're putting her in a situation now where, you know, we didn't we didn't see any hangovers in Phineas and Ferb. But it's a little unfiltered and a little more raw. So, so I I like this pick. Um, like this pick a lot, Zach. Thank you. All right. The main character pairing is going to be really freaking weird. (laughs) (laughs) Well, one is a cartoon. Uh, (laughs) One is a cartoon, and I can tell you the next one is not a cartoon. Okay. Is a... a, From a live-action movie. Okay. Trying to think, how do I set up this character? Well, he is a bit older than Candace. Okay. Comes from a much different walk of life than Candace. In fact, he is uh, royalty. And in his movie, his original movie, the the quest that he goes on, mm-hmm. on his uh, vacation, so to speak, is to find love. Um, will he find love in Neverland? I, I'm not sure. That's not going to be the goal or his main yeah. goal of this movie. But that could be like his his uh, underlying, like, um, what do you call it? Uh, ulterior motive, yeah. right? Is to find love, to uh, find his queen, so to speak. Uh, oh, no. Who am I talking about? I'm talking about Prince Akeem from Coming to America. That's oh, right. I, Eddie Murphy's Prince Akeem. I thought you're. Th- I honestly thought you were talking about Lord Fa- Farquaad for a second. <laughs> I got really scared. But that's so cool. I like that. That was a really Prince funny. Akeem, he originally went to Queens, New York to find his queen. Um... In an alternate reality, he links up with Candace from Phineas <laughs> yes. and Ferb. It gets a little good, too. Sh- good. Gets a little. You know the scene in Coming to America where they're at I the bar. Was, uh, can I? Have you never seen Coming to America? Uh, is this a safe space? Yes. Never seen Coming to America. Okay, that's all right. That's fair. There's a scene where him and like his aide, um, I can't remember the character's name now. But anyway, that the guy that comes with him from Zamunda to New York. Uh, they're in a bar, they're in a club together, and like one by one, all, all these different women come up to them or whatever, right? 
maybe in the alternate reality, alternate version of this movie, Candace walks up to them at the club and they hit it off. Not maybe romantically, but just as friends. As like a platonic relationship. Yeah, yeah, as as yeah. friends. And they get a little squeezed and Peter Pan <laughs> and, and Peter Pan lifts them off to Neverland. So Very I interesting. I uh that that's my vote is to take Prince Akeem from Coming to America. And we're gonna post him and Candace together as our main characters. Alright, quick quick pulse check here. Are, how do we feel about the marketability of this movie? Gonna be completely honest, I think we're gold. I <laughs> <laughs> Because here's the thing, we can either make this a I think it better be live action, so we can just take Ashley Tisdale and make her be Candace in the live action. Oh, so you want Ashley Tisdale? I'm like, thi- you don't want the cartoon version of Candace. We, I say we start out with the cartoon version. It's kind of like a Space Jam thing. <laughs> <laughs> wait, that, oh, wait, this could be good. This could be good because if our movie takes place in the world of mm-hmm. Peter Pan, what if the movie starts with animated versions of all of our characters. I agree. And when they get to Neverland, they become the live action versions. Yes. Like like Space Jam. Yes. Oh man. Can I be honest? Yeah. yeah. One of my picks was gonna be from Space Jam. Okay. <laughs> That's okay. It can it can still be from Space Jam. No, it's okay. I got no, 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 uh, no. no. Zach. Joshua. Zach. It's not happening. Do we need to have a talk? I do. JK, JK. I don't know. It's fine. <laughs> okay. Um so I believe our next category would be our supporting characters. What what do we need from a supporting character? I think one, it, they, one of them could be the love interest for any one of our main guys. Sure. Two, we need a comic relief or yes. someone like that, and we also need one that is borderline main character, where they get a lot of screen time, but not enough. Not enough. But also can hold a good like subplot. And could good hold scenes by themselves. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I I am looking. I I agree that we need all those things. I'm looking for someone that's going to support. Right. Yes. They're they are there to they're supporting characters. They're there to support our main characters emotionally, physically, um, and they're loyal. They're loyal to them. Yes. I'm I personally am looking for, you know, a very very good friend, to our main characters. And that's why I'm going with one of the greatest friends that's out there in in, in movies, in my opinion. Okay. These are more recent movies, yeah. but I think my character, he's a great friend. Okay. And the in the movie that I'm picking from, he I'm I'm not gonna lie, he does like have more ulterior motives in this movie, but at the end of the day, mm-hmm. he's got his boys back. Um and you knew I couldn't do a draft without dipping into the superhero genre. Uh, this this one being Spider-Man Far From Home, you may have thought it was a superhero movie, but it was a vacation movie because okay. they go they go on their little school trip yeah. all over Europe. And that's why I'm picking the man in the chair, my boy Ned. Who? Bro. <laughs> this is all, obviously this is a bad pick if you're out of your Ned. Ass. Hold on. Let me look up. Wait, so he's not in a wheel. Ned is not in a wheelchair. When did I say he was in a wheelchair? You said he was in a wheelchair. 
Zachary, I didn't. I yes, literally did. did not say he was in it. You we did. have the recording. I can go you back and rewind it. When said, did I say he was in a wheelchair? Yes. It's the guy in the wheelchair. I Ned. said the guy in the chair. That's what he calls himself. He ca- he wants to be Spider-Man's man in the chair. Oh, <laughs> I got really confused. That's why I was like, who in the heck is this Ned guy in a wheelchair? I- no, his best friend Ned, who helps him make the Lego Death Star. I know you're talking about. I know, yep, yeah, we're good. Alright, we're on the same <laughs> we're page good. now. My bad. Zachary was looking at his phone. That's the real reason why he didn't hear what I said. I was looking up Ned in a wheelchair. <laughs> That's who I was looking up. <laughs> Ned is a perfect supporting character in my mind because yeah. he's like, he's he's very cerebral. Yeah. He's he's logical. Mm-hmm. And Spider-Man Far From Home, he's, he's also in love. And what did we talk about from a supporting character? Might be the love interest of one of our characters. Um, but, you know, it's not a, it, it, that's not the main reason I picked him. The main reason I picked him is because he is Spider-Man's best friend. He is burdened with the knowledge of knowing who Spider-Man is, mm-hmm. and he doesn't rat him out. Yes. He, do, he remains loyal to his boy. And so, you know... What happens when people get drunk? They might, they might like send texts and stuff that they yes. didn't mean to send. Who's gonna be there to back up our heroes of this movie? Ned. He's gonna go. <laughs> he's gonna go delete the text from the phones that he needs to. But more importantly, Ned is. He's, if Spider-Man, he's a very smart character, but he's also got these abilities. You need someone on the ground. That is uh, that is good at managing situations, yes. and I think Ned would be that guy. I have a totally different pick. Okay, that's all right. Now, here's the thing. This movie is not a vacation movie that you immediately think of. But and in the mind, movie, they yeah. have um, defined... <laughs> Wait, here's the thing. This is called a little movie called American Pie. And it is a vacation movie in the sense... Guys just want to be guys, and they want to have a little vacation of their own, right? Mm-hmm. In a sense of going to the beach, ha- going like there a lot. There's a lot of different American Pie movies, mm-hmm. and there's one where they go to the beach. Uh-huh. There's one where they go back to band camp. But <laughs> what is one factor of all American Pie movies that stays the same? I'll tell you. Honestly, I don't know. I'll tell you. There's one character that is in all the American Pie movies. He just got off a hit show called Shit's Creek. I'm talking about Eugene Levy, who plays Mr. Levenstein. Oh, wait, he's in those movies? He's the only person that's in all those movies. He, For clarification, he is the father of Jim Levenstein. If you know the scene, he gets a schwang in a, in a pie. <laughs> but this, the reason I picked him, one, we need comic relief. Done. Eugene... Uh, Mr. Oh, Levin, Levistine, very comedic. Two, he's gonna be like the compass of the group. He has all the knowledge. He is a very, he's gonna be like the grandpa, really. He's gonna help everyone. He's has, he, he's gonna help everyone. If someone's in a bad mood, he's gonna be there. If Candace is getting in, like anxiety, if we're not like figuring out stuff, he's gonna be there to give her some advice. Now he is also there. To find love too you never know but he also just wants to make sure that every one of his little ones is okay <laughs> so he's the dad he's ba- like well the dad or grandpa of the group i well i 
am thinking of him in terms of the dad from Schitt's Creek. Yes. That's all I can picture right now because I have not seen the American Pie movies. It's a, it's pretty good. Okay, pretty good. I, I'll take you. I'll take your word for that. Okay, so I really like this pick, and I haven't even seen this, these movies. But like, if you're telling me he's the dad in these movies, I can't help but picture him as the dad in Schitt's Creek. Yeah, he's a complete. He's a nicer version. He's and a, he, wait, wait, wait. Like in Schitt's Creek, he's a nicer version. No, no, no. In Schitt's Creek, he's a terrible dad. But in um, American Pie, he's he tries to give advice, but it's like twenty years too late for the advice Doesn't he kind and of do stuff. That in Schitt's Creek too, though? Yes, but he he's more of a caring father in this. Okay, interesting. Well, the way I see it is who does who does Candace remind me a lot of? Alexis. From Schitt's Creek. Okay. So, like, the father-daughter dynamic is basically already there. I don't know why they're all hung over together. I you know, I, that that's what's that's what's really... There's a lot cooking right there with maybe, our cast. Maybe it's, like, they're all at least 21. And, like, this is, like, Candace after. Mm, Candace in college. Candace in college. Interesting. Like, she had... Oh, I already got it. I already got it. Um, I'm trying to think through this right now. So... Prince Akeem. Okay. Prince Akeem is out here in Queens, New York, and happens to run into Mr. Levingston. That's his name, right? Uh, and they hit it off at the at the bar at the club that they're at in New York. Okay, I think I don't think it's in New York, but he travels to New York. Yes, yeah, yeah. We just expect him to be in New York. Okay. okay. They made a pit stop on one yes. of the American Pie movies in New York, and so they hit it off. They're hanging out at the bar. Ned is also 21 years old now. He uh, do some revisionist history, and but he goes to the same college as Candace. Maybe maybe they go to NYU. Maybe they broke up. Maybe they maybe. had a thing, mm. and they come back together. In our movie. Yes. And they happen, so they've broken up recently. Yes. And they end up at the same club at the same night. Ned's with his boys. Candace is with her girls. girls. And... They, they link up at the club at the same moment that Mr. Levingston and Prince Akeem link up at the club. Yes. And we see Chris Pratt saying, like, <laughs> hey, they end up being friends, and they said, hey, I have this really cool, like, island. But they go to the island. They get a little turnt there, and then they wake up, all these they're like, already turned when they get yeah already like tur- yeah always poof and then wake up. We don't know where Chris Pratt is. There, one person is has like all their all their like clothes are flying, or one person is engaged to a mermaid mm-hmm. at um uh, at wherever at uh, Neverland. One person has fangs instead of teeth now. All these things can happen, but we're, we are missing two key elements. What's that? The villains. The villains. And the, and the little okay, trusty who, sidekick. Who picked first last? I think I did, right? Yeah. But I, you kind of need the I villain d- to go first. Right? I, ne- I not necessarily know. You don't think so? No. It's, okay. We need to save the villain. Here's the thing. This, the Neverland works perfectly for my character. Which is the henchman. The henchman. I do have the henchman, Yes. But you can argue, argue, argue. Sometimes the henchman ends up being the smarter person. 
Yes. Right? Usually the henchman has like a redeeming arc. Of yes, kind. not in this case. Oh. So here's the thing. These are a bunch of little guys. Okay? So you have henchmen. As in, in a sense, there, there, there can be one leader. Usually okay. there's like one leader of like the... Of uh, of the guys, not necessarily saying they're little. Um, they grew up on an island, mm-hmm. and then they had to work out work in this factory. You know, sing some songs. Oompa Loompa, no. <laughs> I'm talking about the Oompa Loompas. I they grew they this works perfectly. They are not the smartest bunch. All they do is sing about what is happening in the device of like the kids, right? So they may, they are the perfect henchmen. They know how to build. They know how to sing. They know how to do all these things. They're good listeners because they are just told what to do, right? And there's so many of them. So and they're born on an island. So this island is made for them. They know the its and bits of the island because they've grown up on us on a island themselves. How did they get to Neverland? Oh, I, I, um, they, I think they were like, after the Charlie fa- factory got like out, right? They were transported to another, in, to another factory. Oh. Oh no no no! Perfect. This is the island they grew up on. <laughs> <laughs> and this, like, so Willy Wonka only took some of them, right? They, but the ones in hiding, don't have a master. It's kind of like minions, how they need a master. Uh-huh. And like Grubinson's village, and your villain takes them in his own or her hands and makes them their little henchmen. That's wild. This is wild. This is wild. You're giving the henchmen more backstory than we've yes, given to any of our they other characters. They grew up on the island, and they, they're the natives of the island. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. Just need to make sure this is on, on course. Um. Wow. I mean... I, I'm, <laughs> and it is, is a vacation movie because they go, yeah, Willy Wonka's factory is, yeah, a, is a, that's like a vacation, vacation spot. yeah, that's, Willy Wonka's factory is a vacation, yeah, so, all right, I feel, I feel good about the henchmen because there's multiple of them, I yes. feel like that, that makes it, like, that, that's just gonna make it funnier, yeah, is that there's m- m- millions of them, and potentially. this can also become a musical. I'm glad you said that. You didn't look at my cheat sheet, did you? No. Okay. It's Dr. Doofenshmirtz, isn't um, it? No, it's not Dr. Doofenshmirtz. But let's just say... Let's just say the person I'm picking okay. is a real... I made this pick before you said any of your picks, by the way. Yeah. So this is just, like, the work of God. Um, yeah. This is this is just coincidence here. But someone, someone on this cast is going to... Um, be doing a lot of work for this movie. Um, a, a vacation movie that I loved, I, it was like a guilty pleasure growing up, has has a villain that I'm picking from it who, very narcissistic. I, big ego. Hold on. Big, wait, don't guess yet. Don't guess yet. Just wait on the edge of your seat. Okay, sorry. And to be honest, could be slated in the same range as one of our characters to where there could be a real like we could really play up to a there was some backstory here to where there is a feuding rivalry because I'll tell you one thing this villain that I'm picking loves a good rivalry she wants all the praise she wants all the glory 
she wants it to all be about herself. And I think that we could really plant the seeds that someone in our uh, main character cast has been getting a lot of the praise, a lot of the attention in their circles uh, that they happen to run in the same circles together and that our villain wants to take some of that shine away. Can I please take a guess on who it is? Yeah. I, if it's the person I'm thinking of, I was going to pick her uh-huh. for my villain if I was chosen villain. And I will say, Ashley T- can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Ashley Tisdale is going to have a lot of work because I know exactly who it is. And this makes it even funnier because it's, it's Sharpay, isn't it? You're right. <laughs> this You're right. May, this literally works with the pair trap. If you think about it, we have Ashley Tisdale play both Candace and, 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 and Sharpay. Sharpay. They're sisters. Yes. They're estranged. Sis- estranged Yo, sisters. Yo, this is wild. <laughs> they're estranged sisters. And then, uh-oh, what's this? Oh, Ned accidentally hooks up with the wrong sister. <laughs> and that's what sparks mm-hmm. the feud. Because Sharpay thinks that he's into her yes. when she, he was really into Candace the whole time. Yes. But now things are all messy and yes. mixed up. And then we find out that this rivalry that's been budding yes. is because they're actually sisters. So the parent trap plot survives. So here's what I'm thinking. What is it called when like a person for college goes to like a place in a different country? What is that called? Study abroad. Yeah. So she goes to college for study abroad, goes and her plane gets mixed up, somehow ends up at New York, New York, but somehow like wants to do Barcelona, wants to go to study abroad, right? Uh Goes to a plane. Disaster happens, ends up on the island of Neverland. The the Oompa Loompas make her her queen, which finally gives her somewhere to rule, and she becomes basically the Captain Hook of Neverland, becomes the ruler, and has all the Oompa Loompas of her henchmen. No one's at, no one's heard of her since the college. Candace comes, doesn't know she has a sister until she sees the similarities of her twin sister Sharpay. So that makes Phineas the half brother of Sharpay. But we so so Sharpay, are we to believe that her and Candace are twins and she's the twin that got lost in Neverland. Yes. But like she would have to have been lost as a child. You know what I mean? But although you never you can't grow in oh, Neverland. No, no, she hear me out. She was kidnapped, right? Okay. Turned. So much thought into I know. It. Kidnapped by a wealthy family who really wanted a child of their own, but they couldn't have one, couldn't conceive one. Mm. Bring her to this huge college or a huge school. Make her the star of everything. Have her best friend or brother, or whatever, in Ryan, goes to Barcelona. Why do I always say Barcelona? <laughs> goes to New York, study abroad. Goes to here. Then, uh-oh, but this is how we're going to sell the movie. We're going to say Ashley Tisdale is Candace and uh, Sharpay. So she reprises both her Disney roles that helped her shape of who the actor she was. So really, this is honestly a sequel to both High School Musical <laughs> and Phineas and Ferb. <laughs> I, I love this, by the way. This is fantastic work by you. 
Let's make it a little juicier, a little spicier as we, you know, because this is heat check. And the father of the family who adopted her is Mr. Levingston. Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. No, they're trying to find Chris Pratt. Yes, is, well, not Peter Pan, but he's Chris. He is whoever. They're trying to find Chris Pratt. He's basically the bachelor they're trying to find, right? Because they want to get off this island. Yes. And the only way they need they know how to get off is by finding Chris Pratt to helping them get off. Yeah. 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 And so, yeah, let Mr. Levingston, great, great, has a lot of wives. Um, <laughs> Mr. So, Mr. Uh, so so how about this? You said that you know her study abroad. Oh my! Oh whoa 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 whoa! Oh my! I'm so sorry! I'm so sorry! We literally in Phineas and Ferb. We don't know who Kansas and Phineas and Ferb's father is. No, we we know who Ferb's father is, but we don't know who Phineas and Kansas' father is. We only know their mom because they marry into yeah. Ferb's dad. Yeah. So really, this this is the dad that they never want to tell us about. So the, oh, I already have the movie, the Neverlanding Family Reunion. Bro, this is breaking my. I can't believe we did this. Yes. This literally, so, <laughs> so literally. Explain it to me. Okay, hear me out. In simplest terms. Okay. They go to a bar. They all meet in New York somehow, right? And then first starters, we know some similarities. We can't be. You know, hold on. Candace has. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Candace has this knack of find or busting people. Yeah. Turns out, Mister Levinson is like a police officer or someone who just wants to bust all the criminals mm-hmm. and is retired. They somehow get a little wasted, go to uh, his, Chris Pratt's huge airplane. He's rich, a big billionaire, bought Neverland in a deal. Goes to Neverland. Uh, they get turned there, get more wasted, and then they wake up the next morning in these huts or, or whatever – yeah. One of them has a baby uh, Oompa Loompa. They don't know how it works. And then we see this of the Davison guy is saying, like, yeah, I've ne- I've Mr. Re- Levinson's like, as um, again, it's like, no one believes me. The only person that I really knew was my father. I didn't really never met him a lot. Like, I was first. The, my parents were divorced at a young age, never really got to her. And then turns out at like the final like the sequel leads that Mr. Levingston and Candace and I guess Sharpay are the daughters of Mr. Levingston. Mr. Levingston. Okay, so surprisingly, we actually have the motivations of all of our characters nailed down. Yes. Somehow, I don't yes. know. I don't know. I don't know how we did it. The main one we still need to figure out is Prince Akeem. So, yes. so, so, what is Prince Akeem's role in our spectacular vacation movie we've you, created? I thought about this. Like, just came to me. Here's the thing. He's looking for love, right? Right. So first, he wakes up. He has something that the other people didn't see. Somehow during the night, he was given the deed to never. The deed, like to own the island? Own the island, signed by Chris Pratt, given to him. So now he is the owner of Neverland, which he can afford, right? Yeah. And then, as they're trying to get off the island, he sees Sharpay. And is like thinking, 
she's already the queen of the island, that he's now the king of the island, that he just needs his queen to be right on, like, together. Right. So he becomes the villain. Once, (laughs) once, like, the Sharpay and Candace become friends and, like, become that, and then the whole second half of the movie is him capturing Candace, uh, him <laughs> capturing Sharpay, becoming... He's like Lord Farquaad. Basically. And, like, again, he's not trying to become the villain. He's seen... He, You're good. He's once a wife and once a queen. And he think Candace... Not Candace, sorry. Sharpay is the perfect... Already is the ruler of the island. All the people love her on the island. It's a match made in heaven in his mind. Right. So now he is trying to get with Sharpay. Which is actually, you know, for his character, you know, all villains think that what they're doing is right. And in the beginning of Coming to America, he's doing the right thing. He's, like, trying to get some independence. He's trying to get some freedom. And he he doesn't want an arranged marriage. He wants to find his own love. Correct. But what... What where does this villain turn happen when he starts to do the same thing that his parents did to him in his home country? They tried to for like to find a queen for him. Now he is doing that for himself, but without the I guess approval yes. of his own queen to be in Sharpay. Yes. What a great villain turn yes. for our character Prince yes. Akeem. So Let's run this down one more time. Okay. Is there is there is there too much happening in our movie? Not enough. not not enough. We want we want to blow Fast and Furious out of the wall. So to to break it down one more time, our characters. I still don't understand how they got to the island completely. So they so, Chris Pratt plays Peter Peter Pan, as Peter grown up Pan. Peter Pan. Grown up Peter Pan, where he has made a good living for his life where he becomes like a millionaire or something. Like he got all this wealth from the real world yes. and then took it back to Neverland yes. and became he the ruler of the this, island. He ruled on, like a nice ruler. He wasn't like a bad. Right. Like, uh, says, I want to bring some friends. He can't really fly anymore because of his older. So he has his only, he has this plane nicknamed the Tinkerbell. Okay. Ooh, okay. Okay, private jet. They drive to... Or fly to the island again. There, that's when they get like, put wait like all that stuff. Wake up the next morning, he's gone. Um, trying to find him somewhere on the island, and um. But I'm saying our our main core of characters, yeah. right? So Prince Akeem, Candace, Candace, Ned, Ned uh, Mr. Levingston, yes. Sharpay. Yes. They all meet in New York. Sharpay doesn't. Because she's on the island. She's on the island already. Yes, because she... So how did... And my question is, how did the other characters get there? How does Prince Akeem and Candace and Ned and Mr. Levingston they're get there? They're all in the bar, like we said. They're yeah. all uh, in, a, in the same bar together. Uh, Candace with her girls, Ned with his boys, um, Mr. Aviv. Just, like... Again, oh, in the movies... He, uh, in like in the later movies, his wife is dead. Okay. 
So maybe he's just in the bar trying to reflect on his life. He thinks he thinks his wife might be dead. No, no, no. He, her, his wife is dead. <laughs> but I thought his wife, or oh, his wife. But 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 he was married to Candace's mom. Remember that element yeah, yeah, of the story. Yeah. Okay, and then somehow he talks with this guy, saying like, yeah, like, Doctor, uh, he's you. Eugene, whatever's Levington is in this thing about like, like I wish I never grew up. And then across from the bar, we see Chris Pratt that plays Peter Pan saying like, "Man, I know that feeling." <laughs> um, and it's like, you know, I was always at the age of just never growing up. But when I did, I started making a name for myself, and I became like this person. They start they. Mr. Pan, uh, Peter Pan, Mr. Peter him, Pan, Mr. Pan buys him a drink. Mm-hmm. Um, and he goes, he goes by Mr. Pan. Yeah, I like that actually. Yeah, he's grown up now. Grown up goes by Mr. Pan. Gives buys him a drink, partying, and, and then one thing leads to another. A bar fight happens, right? Mm-hmm. And Candace is trying to get out. Ned is trying to get out, and as they're like. A fight is happening, like, one thing is happening for Ned, and one happening is coming for Candace, and they are, end up in getting the same limo as Mr. Prince Akeem. Oh, Prince Akeem, saying, like, um... (laughs) Sorry. uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I ruined, I ruined it, I ruined it for you. Same limo as Prince Akeem. Is that his name? Prince Akeem. Prince Akeem. And he, like... He understands, like, life is rough. Can't find a woman. Um, and then goes to... Oh, no, Mr. Hakeem. So, uh, Mr. Hakeem somehow knows Mr. Pan. Like, they're a friend somehow. Can I suggest... Yes, go, go. <laughs> I need help. Let me help you out. I'm going to tap in here. So, scratch out the whole limo thing, yeah. right? Mr. Pan and Mr. Levinston kick it off, right? Yeah. They're bonding over bonding. the past and trying to live, yeah. remember their glory days. Yeah. Mr. Pan has some fairy dust in his pocket. Yes. And... Snorts it. <laughs> 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 he ah, does, does not snort it. Good. Um, but him and Mr. Levinston have one too many. They're a little overserved. And as this fight that's breaking out happens, Ned tries to take Candace. He does He does find Candace, and they run off together mm-hmm. at the same time as Mr. Levinston and Mr. Pan, Chris Pratt. They are all exiting the bar at the same time trying to leave this fight. Mm-hmm. One thing, so we automatically know who's playing Peter Pan. Pratt, yes, right? correct, okay. correct. Good. Just making sure. Good. Yeah, yeah, we got that. Um, at the same time as they're leaving the bar, mm-hmm. Prince Akeem, he he also doesn't. Uh, in coming to America, he doesn't bring, like, he 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 brings money and wealth with him, but he tries to live as a regular American citizen. Gotcha. Um, yeah. but but you do see that like his friend starts buying a lot of things. So yeah. so maybe so Prince Akeem. Prince Kim's friend, who's been using the money to buy like extravagant things, pulls up in a limo, mm-hmm. 
and they're arguing outside of the bar already about how to use their money while Mr. Pan, who's a little tipsy, happens to bump into all of them at the same time. They all kind of collide out in the front of the bar and what slips out of his pocket? The fairy dust. And it, it touches every single one of them. And then they all fly to Neverland together. In between the two stars. <laughs> how, wait, so how do they fly if they're all like intoxicated? I'm not saying it's safe. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, wait, no. But and, Mr. Pan, like once they all, yeah. once they are all in the air together, yes. they're like, frick, what's happening? And then they look at Mr. Pan and he's like, I don't know what happened, but I know where we can go. And he guides them to Neverland. And that's when they somehow get this, like, fairy juice. <laughs> and they, or just, like, that's when they get more. And they fall asleep in the woods or whatever they are. And so at least w- then we need to do the, what is it called? The hangover. Uh-huh. One of them should have an Oompa Loompa handcuffed <laughs> to them. Or, like, no, no, tied to them. Yeah, yeah. I think that should go to Ned. Ned? Ned. But isn't Ned with Sharpay? No. Ned is with, uh, no. Ned is with Candace. But remember, that's what sparks the feud between Candace oh, yeah, 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 right. and Ned Sharpay. Is gone. Ned's, gone, Ned's gone. Ned's gone off with Sharpay somehow, thinking that it's Candace. Somehow, wait, is wakes up and sees Candace. Candace. But it's actually Sharpay. Yes. He, they, they slept in separate huts. Yes. Family friendies. Yes, yes. Thanks it's Sharpay. Yes. Things, they, thinks he runs up, runs up to Candace and is like, where are we at? Can you believe the night we had? And then he finds out it's Sharpay. Yes. And the whole night, they do. we do some flashback scenes and they've been bonding and like had this, had all these yeah. heart-to-heart conversations. This whole and the time, whole time, Ned thought it was Candace, yes. but it was Sharpay, the queen yes. of Neverland. Yes, the queen of Neverland. I, I like that. Candace. Oh, Candace is the one that has an Oompa Loompa. Tied her. <laughs> okay. So that, that, that's how they bring it together, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Mr. Levinson has a tiger? Mr. Levinson just has a tiger. Also, his wedding ring is gone. Uh-oh. So, and do you know who has it? Prince Akeem? No. <laughs> um, one of the Oompa Loompa hat. One of the Oompa Loompa has a wedding ring. Oh. So it's gonna be like a. They're gonna have to tri- a swap, for one the the one the Oompa Loompas for the wing, for the ring, <laughs> for just a wing, for the ring. And then Mister uh, Akeem has the deed uh-huh. to Neverland. And Chris, why, where's, where's Chris Pratt? <laughs> Chris, Chris Pratt has. Because he knows the island, he's already retreated to his throne. Yes. So he's not in the picture anymore. Mysterious Mr. Pan has left the group, and the rest of our movie is the group trying to to figure out what happened, trying to find Mr. Pan, who led them to this mysterious island. And throughout the course of events that happens, we don't have to go into the nitty-gritty of each, multiple things happen. Prince Akeem. Finds out he has the deed, finds out Sharpay is the queen, and attempts to marry Sharpay to become yes. king of this island, Neverland. What else happened? Ned bonds with, so he thinks it's Candace the whole night, has a good heart to heart, apologizes. She apologizes to him. Oh no, he just apologizes. 
for all the stuff that happened in the relationship and stuff. Honestly, it's just him talking to Candace, just laying out all the feelings. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then turns out it's actually Sharpay, and then he wants to he realizes that he still has feelings for like um Candace, but is afraid to speak about the feelings again because right. he doesn't want to get them mixed up. Right. And then Mr. Levingston somehow <laughs> finds out that he sees Candace sees and Candace. he's reminded of his past like, "Oh shoot, I have another daughter." And he's the one who he tries to hold it to himself. Like, let's say at one moment he like pulls out his wallet and he's got a picture of him and Candace's mom holding them together as yes. babies. And it's reminded in his memory. Oh, my gosh, I'm their father. Mm-hmm. And so they keep going throughout the journey. And then he's the one who reveals to Sharpay and Candace at the end of the movie that they are indeed sisters. Yes. And so how we have to find a resolution to our movie. How do they get off the island? I think Mr. Hakeem, Mr. I think <laughs> Prince Hakeem, Mr. Hakeem stays. Ah, right. Uh huh. Because I don't know. He's. Tr- I think they like he ends up being the villain, so they try to ditch him uh-huh. and take Candace back to the real world. I have an idea. Okay. Can I say it? Yes. Why did Why did Mr. Pan grow up? Like, Peter Pan, theoretically, should stay in Neverland and yeah. be Peter Pan forever, right? So why did he grow up? Because what there's a rule for the island. For, the, for Neverland to exist, someone has to reside as ruler over the island at all times. He grew up because he was able to leave when someone showed up to take his place. Who was that person? Sharpay. Sharpay oh. has been stuck on the island... But then that would mean she never grew up. But that's okay. We can we can work around that somehow. We can work around that somehow. The age the age gap thing. We could do some CGI stuff. Oh no! Here, how about this? They don't have to be twins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They that's can, fine. She can be at the set. What the time that they found her yep. is the same age as yep as uh, Candace. Yep. Maybe she is a she can she's older than Candace. Yep. Like a little bit, a little bit older. Yep. But. She grew up. Maybe, um, Doctor Le- Mr. Levinson. Like, like, I, I. So, so, Sharpay goes to the island. Yes. At like twenty-one years old or whatever, right? Oh, oh, oh. And ooh. and when she when they lose her. Yes. Mr. Levinson and Candace's mom have Candace. Yes. It's now twenty-one years later. Yes. Candace is the same age as Sharpay is when she got to yes. the island. Yes. Bro, this is actually good. Bro, this is good. I like this. This is honestly really good. And then, so for Neverland to still exist, Mister Prince Akeem has to stay there. Stays. No, but he tries to stay with Sharpay. Yes, and and the the movie ends with everybody escaping except for Prince Akeem. Akeem, but then pans out, and we still and we see that, um, we still we see that. Peter Pan stayed oh. so that that can be the sequel like, be, yeah, a sequel <laughs> like bro have, why do we got such a good movie this is good but now wait should we cast we need a cast what do you mean so Prince Akeem yeah it's played by who 
Yeah, that's the issue. So we just had Coming to America 2, yes. where Eddie Murphy's like in his 50s and yes. playing the we character. Need new. We need someone younger. Uh, do you know who I think would do a good job? Who? Who's the guy who played in Get Out? And he was Daniel also, Kaluuya? I think he could be a good job. You think you think he's got the comedy? No, never mind. What about um Keenan? <laughs> Keenan Michael Key? Keenan Mike No, 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 no. Uh from Keen Peel. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Keegan no. Michael Key, that's his name. No, not, no, no, you're thinking of. Oh, no, I'm thinking. What is his name on SNL? From. Keenan, Keenan Thompson. This is who you're talking about, right? I know. Yes, Keenan Thompson can play him. He's the new uh, Prince Akeem. Yes. Okay, I like it. Okay. We know for sure that Ashley Tisdale is playing both Candace that's, that's how, and Sharpay. That's the hook, like, and singer for sinker. For people to get like hooked. yeah yeah exactly, we know that Chris Pratt is playing Peter Pan. He already accepted the role. Although remember we started that it was gonna be his character exactly from Jurassic World. Instead, we are taking Chris Pratt and making him play a new character. Yep, that's okay. That's, that's okay. I'm cool with that. It's okay. Um, we need Eugene Levy. Eugene so Levy to play Mr. Levinson. Yes. He's still at an age where he could do yes. that. I feel like Dot. What's his name? Ned. Is played by the same actor. Yeah. Because he's so really, still that age. really, the only one we're recasting is... Is Prince Akeem. Well, no. We're who, losing Eddie Murphy. Yes, but who are we casting to play all the Oompa Loompas? Okay, now now we're talking. Danny DeVito? Sign the chain. <laughs> <laughs> Sign it. We're good. Well, I was going to say the guy from the, uh, from the Game of Thrones. Oh, Peter Dinklage? Yes. I kind of like Danny DeVito, though. (laughs) Yes, we'll have Danny DeVito as all the little... Uh, Oompa Loompas. Bro, we're golden. Now, what is the name? In between two stars. In between two two stars, because Candace... Oh my gosh, the bar can be called the two-star bar. Because it has two stars on Yelp. Oh, no, 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 I got it. Peter Pan owns the bar that they're at. Peter That's how he made and all his money. And it's called the two the two star bar. Or in between And the name of the In between the stars. Oh. Or the star bar. We still don't know if this is where Neverland is it actually is in the movie, but we're calling it, it now. Yes. In between the stars. Or it should it be two stars because there's two sisters. Yes. In between two In between stars. two stars. Or between two stars. Yes, I like that. That could be the name of the bar. Ashley Tisdale is the star of the movie, and she's playing two sisters. That's how they get you. Between two stars. Between two stars. Bro, sign us up. Wait, let's start writing our Oscar speech now. Who's directing it? Oh, no. Do you know who should direct it? Oh, who's the uh, Midnight Shyamalan with all the twists? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, M. Night Shyamalan is directing. Christopher Nolan is producing. Yes. So we're about ready to wrap this thing up. Um, the last thing that we said we were going to do is that we were going to come up with a slogan for our... Did we say that? Don't do this with me right now. <laughs> of course we said it. Yes. We Our, our, uh, our movie is titled Between Two Stars. And what is That's our slogan? Like a really good it's, I, I mean, it's like it's got some time. Oscar potential. It does. So what, what's the name of the slogan? Star. You're there you go. It's like star, but the T is lowercase and star is all. Yeah. Star. Your journey. Start 
your journey. It's just start your engines and at least replace the whole cast with Vin Diesel. There you go. I'm yeah. down. I'm down. Okay, so we got that. We got that figured out. Okay, uh, this has been a wild, truly memorable journey uh, that we've gone on just by recording this podcast. And I can't wait to hear what everyone has to think of this ridiculous movie that we've conjured up. And I'm going to wait until you finish this text. I'm sorry. In the middle of the podcast. I'm sorry. Zachary. Yes. It has been a pleasure as it always is for you to enter into the heat check. Thank you for bringing the heat today. Of course, it's been a pleasure having you on my podcast. Um, uh, just for my Zach attacks out there, um, my heart goes out to y'all. But my brain... I think we're both a little tired from, yes. this, from this experiment we just went on. Thank you all for listening. As always, please give us your thoughts on how how obvious of an oscar winner this movie would be yeah. how uh how many nominations how many awards will we come away with send us all the positive energy don't forget to like and please drop a review wherever you listen to your podcast for this podcast do it you cowards thank you all for listening and we'll be back for more content hopefully soon